Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't think I'm ready. Nobody's ever ready. Not for what we do. Hello, nurses. This is Wacko from Animaniacs, and you're listening to The Riley and Kimmy Show. You know why? Because you're smart. See you later. Welcome to The Riley and Kimmy Show. I am your host, Patrick Riley. Right next to me is a traveling companion. Jimmy, I got one name. Jimmy. She is all rested, ready to go. She's all, uh, you know, totally rested, I believe, from that uh, big Megacon convention thing that we attended over the past weekend, by the way, we have all that information, what happened, and some pictures and photos and social media links right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. You're uh, all wide awake, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. I am so pleased to have you part of this episode. Why, thank you. Well, you're welcome. One of the things we're going to talk about here is definitely pop culture. Mm-hmm. Definitely escapism, definitely nerdism, geekism, and freakism, because that is what the Riley and Kimmy show is all about all the time. If you want to get away from the big bad world and all the things going around, you know what? You don't have to worry about a presidential announcement here. No, you don't have to worry about that. Uh, we won't be announcing that unless it's, uh, you know, somebody running like, uh, you know, I don't know. Kimmy. Yeah, like Kimmy or maybe George Jetson or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Perhaps, you know, then we might. But, you know, Kimmy, uh, before we sat down for episode 467, matter of fact, quite a bit before, between 466 and 467, something happened to Patrick Riley. Oh. Oh, yes, and it's a good thing. Yes, I have to say proudly that uh, we're going to go see the Rolling Stones perform in Orlando, Florida, coming up on Friday, June 12th. Cool. Secured some tickets. Very hard to get tickets. And uh, uh, yes, I I had to get a Brinks truck to get them. Uh, That's for sure. Uh, Well, I didn't get them the way I tried to get them the frugal way the week before. But we'll get to that in just a little bit. So, you know, actually, this is a very uh, special tour because this probably is the very last one, don't you think? Could be. I I would say it is, at least in Orlando. Mm. You know, I don't know how many times, if any, they've played here. Are you aware? Uh, I think it was something like 10, 12 years ago, maybe, okay, or something so like that. Okay, so let's see. If they wait 10 or 12 more years, beyond, I, I, don't, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's just my my uh, my gut telling me there. So really looking forward to this, especially after the stories I've heard from you from your uh, childhood, because when you were a young'un, you actually went to see the Rolling Stones back in your uh, hometown area. They played in a, actually a very small venue for them. A very small town, that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that you wouldn't think that they would play in. Um, it was the second largest city in Illinois, but extremely close to Chicago. An hour away from Chicago, uh, especially if you drive like Kimmy does, uh, definitely an hour from Chicago. Now, traffic, of course, can make it longer than that, but you could theoretically be there in an hour. Mm-hmm. And the city was Rockford, Illinois. And how did it come to be? The Stones, did they play in Chicago at that time? Or had they been playing or were going to play in Chicago? Or how See, did it I don't know. Out? They announced a tour and the a local radio station up there decided to start a petition to try to get them to come to the Rockford Metro Center. Was that 97ZOK? Yes. Okay. Yes. 
Um, and uh, I was in high school at the time, and I, I know they were trying to get people to sign up, sign the petition. And I know, I remember they were touring and they were in our high school parking lot at least once and people were signing the petition. And Did you sign the petition? I'm like, no, there's no way they're going to come to Rockford. So Illinois. you didn't sign I'm the like, petition? They're not going to come. Why even okay. bother with that? Psh, that's ridiculous, right? Well, then they announced that they were going to indeed play in Rockford. And um, then the way they decided they were going to um, offer the tickets for sale yes, was they first went through the people that signed the petition. So you were kind of mad at yourself, right? Uh, kind of. Because I think there were only 10,000 seats in the Metro Center or something like that. I, if it was the same size when I eventually was in mm-hmm. that area, I'd say roughly that, maybe yeah. 11 at max. Yeah. At max. Yeah. So I was like, oh, great. I screwed up there. Um but apparently they went through those and um, uh, they, what they did was they drew names from the people that signed the petition. And okay. apparently, apparently some of those people didn't bother to go purchase the tickets. Or did they have to call back at a certain time or anything? Was it like that? I, I don't know. Okay, okay. But then they announced, well, now they had, they had some tickets available because not everybody, you know, that... Their names were drawn, got the, you know, went ahead and got the tickets. So then what they were going to do was have a call-in. Okay, like X caller wins. Um, just the first however many people to get through, however many tickets they had. They were just going to blanket them out like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. N- yeah. No, it wasn't like a radio station contest or anything. It was so, like, so it was like the first okay, tonight, 400 people. Tonight whatever. is the night at such and such time. Just start calling in. And they're gonna. That's how they're gonna sell the tickets. All of them, all the rest of them. And you had to buy them. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, not at that time. Okay. Um, did you have to go to the radio just, station to buy them? They just took my information, and then my brother went and and bought them. And I'm not sure where he had to go to buy them. Okay. If he went to the station or to the metro center. Um. But um. Anyway, so I got ready, and you know, I had this dial phone. <laughs> now most people at that rotary t- phone most people at that time period did not have a rotary phone right most people had touch tone now my dad had a push button phone that he brought out just for me and so i was i was sitting on the floor there hitting those numbers and calling and calling and calling and i was in a a, a very good geographic place in the city where the phone lines weren't as tied up, I don't think, in my neighborhood to this number. <laughs> okay. Um, so I was actually able to get through. And uh, so I I got my name on those two tickets. And uh, I was I was just, I, I'll no, never forget that night. It was so exciting. I was just jumping up and down for hours. And um, Did they see your name on the radio? Did no. they announce these people? So no, they didn't no, announce oh, them. Oh, okay, okay. No, All no. Because right. it was like, whoever, okay, we're going to get rid of the rest of these tickets and you call in tonight and we're going to get rid of them all. Wow. And and no, there, you know, nobody announced any names or anything. It wasn't anything like that. It was quite a few tickets, I guess. You know. So let's put this in perspective. Um, this is when Start Me Up was... It was a Start Me Up me. tour. So, mm-hmm. Tattoo You tour. All right. So Start Me Up, the song is mm-hmm. starting to hit 
the top 40 charts. Mm-hmm. Right 1981. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, it was really exciting. And um, uh, I decided to uh, invite my one of my brothers to go because he had taken me to concerts. Oh, so this wasn't your first concert? Uh, well, he, he had offered... Yeah, he took me to my very first concert, which was Fleetwood Mac when I was 13. Okay. And probably Cheap Trick. Um, maybe that same year earlier that year. I don't know. I, that's probably about all I'd seen. And then, um, anyway, so I, I, I invited him because I felt, you know, obligated and I felt like it was the right thing to do, you know, and all that. And so, yeah. And the Go-Go's opened for the Stones. And hardly anybody probably knew who they were, right? Not at that time. They were just starting to hit, um, My Lips Are Sealed had just come out and I didn't even really know who they were but um I I really enjoyed them other people were like oh you know gosh get off the stage we want to see the stones but I I thought they were really good did you go get their record yes I did oh so it did work it sold it sold me wow okay so I loved the go-go's after that did you get a lot of energy and did you get anything at the concert I got a t-shirt I did get a t-shirt concert t-shirt so were they late? It didn't the seem, I don't remember that they were super late, but that wasn't something that stood out in my head that they, they were like really, really late. Did they play an encore? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a good show. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty exciting. Now, you and I had an opportunity to see them back in the 90s uh, when I was part of management of a radio station. Um, the vice president of programming of the station told me in advance he goes we we are securing rolling stones tickets for chicago and they were playing like multi-dates and we'd like you to go and i thought great yeah kimmy can go too i said oh that's fantastic but the catch is you got to be the chaperones on a bus of people that were taking over to chicago mm-hmm. i'm like a whole bus of people he goes yeah i go and they're going to be drinking on that bus, right? Well, yes. I go, no way. <laughs> I go, I I will not do it. He goes, it's the Rolling Stones. I said, I don't care. <sighs> I am not doing it. I said, I made a mistake when the first time I met, right after I first met Kimmy, uh, and not the same company, not the same broadcast company, I was a program director of, they got some deal with the Chicago Cubs to take two or three, that was three buses of uh, listeners over to Chicago and to Wrigley Field. And... They were all plowed, I think, before they got to Wrigley Field. Mm -hmm. And we eventually left people somewhere around Wrigley Field because they didn't make it back to the bus. Mm -hmm. It was time for that bus to go, and they hadn't made it. And bus went, and they stayed. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and that ride back was not great. Mm -hmm. I mean, some were getting sick on the bus. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm sitting there thinking, Uh -uh. you know, and I'm, I'm also thinking, well, you know, Rolling Stones, traditionally, things you hear about, they take the stage late. Boy. I don't think this is going to be wise. You know, mm-hmm. I, just, I just, and plus, mm-hmm. and, unless I'm not bashing you, this isn't a mean thing. You were extremely shy in that time period. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't imagine putting you in that environment. So I, I said, no. Mm-hmm. So uh, this will be your first time to see them. And it'll be my second. Yeah, it'll be my very first time. And first time since 1981 I've seen them. So what is that? That's a long time. 30 four years ago oh my god <laughs> oh gee kimmy Woo. 
I'm old. No, <laughs> but she said that I didn't. Um, and the, and the funny thing is, see, when I was a a little little tyke, uh, one of one of my favorite first favorite songs ever because music was, uh, very important in my life. I I I loved music, and from a very very young age, probably uh, a lot in do in part to my brothers uh and their love of music but um so i think that's why i'm i'm good with guessing songs and artists and stuff like that yeah you know music lyrics better than anybody i've known i've I've always followed uh followed music and stuff but anyway so one of my very very first favorite songs was satisfaction by the rolling stones and um uh one of my first albums was hot rocks greatest hits and I remember I got, I had this, got this big crush on Mick Jagger and, uh, um, always, I just wanted to meet him so much, you know, so badly. And I remember, I think I wrote a fan letter to them once. I don't know what I got, if I got anything back or anything, but anyway, and I, and I thought at that time, you know what, by the time I'm old enough to go to a concert, they're going to be long gone. They're going to be like retired and old and. You know, I'll never get to see them in concert. Well, when I was 16, I got to see them in concert. And I felt like so lucky that I was able to see them before they retired. And that was 34 years ago. So, uh, uh, <laughs> so I get to see him again. You sure? You know, maybe Mick Jagger and the group is sort of like Winter Soldier. They just, you know, freeze them for a while. And then yeah. when it's time to... From the perform, they let them out for a little bit, thaw them out, and then they put them back in the freezer. Because dang, they're they are still really. I mean, they're incredible. Mick Jagger is just unbelievable how he moves. Yes, and he's really fit. I mean, and still performing. That's right. Mm Mm-hmm. So you are quite happy on that. I tried to make you happy the week before because, you know, I I tried to do the. the frugal thing, I tried to win tickets off a certain radio station. Mm-hmm. They were giving away tickets, and how they gave them away is when you hear the Rolling Stones song be, what it was, a 15th phone call or something like that. Mm-hmm. Call it number, yeah, call it number 15, and you will win. And I had been up literally days when this contest started. And because I was doing projects, preparing for some things, doing some stuff associated with uh, this program and with others, and you reminded me, you're like, Hey, it's contest day because <laughs> I was going to, you know, take a dog nap, and I'm like, whoa, okay, yeah, all right. So I stayed up, and it was one of those situations where, you know, I knew if I really sat down, I'd go to sleep, and I did that. And I had I had this radio on. I was doing some other project, but I had a radio on to that station, and I, I, I went to sleep. Like I'll give you an example. I went to sleep at eleven, and then at eleven o five, I hear a Rolling Stones song play. I woke up, you know, alert. Didn't know how long I've really been a spy. I'm alert. Rolling Stone song play. And I, <laughs> I doubt it. I get through, man. And it's ringing, 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 ringing. And they answer the phone and uh, go, what do you want? <laughs> That's what way the, the person answered the phone. And I said, I want Rolling Stones tickets. Play it right along with this thing. It goes, and basically, not, this is just embellishing a little bit but this is what the gist was is like what the hell are you talking about mm-hmm. and i'm like the rolling stones are playing <laughs> they're like no it's not i said yes it is it is not yes it is it's queen you basically you idiot and i'm going they're british it's the same thing right queen mick jagger he was in there right 
Because I just woke up and I, I didn't say that part. But I was like, oh my God, I was asleep. And I thought it was a Rolling Stones. I really did. Mm. Yeah, I dreamed it was the Stones playing when I heard they, somehow my brain associated British <laughs> Queen. Because mm-hmm. you know I love Queen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, British Queen? Yeah, I did. Somehow I did. And I felt like the biggest jackass on planet Earth. Mm. I felt like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Told you not to talk about it for like a week. I said, do not bring that up, mm-hmm. especially if I do not get tickets when they become available. Because if they become available, I don't get any. I'm going to feel like a big fool, mm-hmm. you know. Although I almost came close to winning those tickets uh, after that event. I was caller number 14 twice, two different times. Mm. I was almost there, but that don't count. But now I have tickets. Mm-hmm. And I hope they're better seats than, you know, when I saw Paul McCartney. Uh, I think they will be. And the, and although I am glad to be in the same airspace um, that... Sir Paul McCartney was in. So that was mm-hmm. an event. That event was really cool. And I I, I don't know if this will top it or not. I have a feeling it might. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we won't quite be in the nosebleed section this time. Yeah. I have. I just have a, a... Well, I think the overall event period, even if I was, may top that event period. Mm-hmm. You know, although that was an event. You know, th- I said to you then, I said, the only way I think this could be topped is with the Rolling Stones performing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think the Rolling Stones would be performing in Orlando mm-hmm. or nearby in Tampa or anything. Uh, you know, Pretty and, cool. So it is way cool. Mm-hmm. So there, enough of uh, Kimmy and my gloating. Wait, wait, wait. Um, what, what, what's going on? Oh, well, um, you know, we talked about how I used to uh, dance with my friend in front of the mirror with holding hairbrushes, uh, singing ABBA songs. Yeah, we did that in the past. We talked about how you loved ABBA and you uh, pretended you were the lead singer. Yeah, but even long before that. Yeah. When I was really little, um, I was such a fan of the Rolling Stones. I would I would um, stand on 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 the table and uh, lip sync Rolling Stone songs and. Uh, uh, be acting like Mick Jagger. And what in the devil did your mom think? Did she ever enter- catch you? I don't think she did. Um, I was entertaining my brothers. They said I was really good. <laughs> what? The t- I had the moves like Jagger. Well, how could how did you know how what Jagger how his moves were? Because first of all, you didn't have there wasn't MTV. Uh huh. Um, there wasn't any music channels. Videos didn't play. How did you know what how Mick Jagger moved? Maybe I'd seen like a uh, video on TV or the movies. I'm, like, I'm thinking Emotional Rescue was out a few years before that. And they had, I think, a video with it, even though it didn't play like an MTV thing. If I remember right, I know. Well, this is when I was like. A little oh, kid. Oh, so you were a little, little kid. Little, you know, little, little. Because I was going to say the earliest video stuff I remember of no, them. No, this that, is way before music videos. Well, well I'm going to say the earliest I remember, not really, but sort of like a storyline video, not just a band playing somewhere, you know, type thing, uh, that was utilized was like the Jerry Lewis telethon. The Rolling Stones could not make a personal appearance. They were on tour, and Emotional Rescue was out at the time, or She's So Cold, you know, remember? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. And... They did one of those two. I can't remember. No, it was Emotional Rescue they did. And they did that on video. Shot with a white background, all white and everything. And they did the, the performance. No, this was way before that. Way before that. I mean, they. I probably saw concert footage on TV. And, uh, you know, Gimme Shelter, the movie. Uh, Gimme Shelter. I'd seen that on TV. Really? By then? I, I was... Pretty young one uh, when it was shot, on TV. That was shot like in 67, I think. I'm not 
Yeah, right around there, I think. So I'd seen him. Okay. You know, I'd seen footage on TV. So you were a little Mick Jagger. Yep. All right, little Mick. I guess we can just call you that from now on. Yep. We, um, yeah, the bumper pool table. They had a cover over it, and a and a. So Kimmy had a stage. So I was, yeah. They they put me up, stand me up on there, and. <laughs> I was like five years old, you know, I was, well, I was doing that. And see, you were like an even... I knew all the words to the songs and... You were a more modern, a more modern Shirley Temple. Yeah. You know, the rock phase. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. Well, at least you're back into dance. <laughs> you're back... You know, next time you're with, uh, you know, the Florida Tribal group or with uh, Phoenicia's uh, belly dancing group, you need to show them some of those Mick Jagger moves of yours. <laughs> you, need, you need to show them. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a good idea. Maybe, you know, I'll just put one of the Stone songs on my phone and when you come into like a room with them, I'll pop it on and you can just go right into the into the, the routine. Mm-hmm. No. You know, our good friend, Joe, of uh, the Comic Book Connection, mm-hmm. he was an Elvis performer for so many years. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Get him doing Elvis and you doing Mick Jagger. <laughs> I, I like this. That's kind of funny, actually. That's a good idea. You know, he's got a show coming up in the near future. I might just, uh, I, I might mention that to him. No. I will. I'm going to contact him. I'm going to say, hey, Joe, got an idea. Kimmy wants to do a Stones tribute. I don't think it'd be as cute now as it was prob- <laughs> probably back then. Well, he might have one of the collectors that he's, Maybe he has a, a, you know, maybe he has one of those little bumper pool table things he can bring out. We can put a cloth over it. You can climb on top of that and voila. I like it. And then it collapses and you fall down. Oh boy, that could be, oh, that'd be all kinds of fun. You know what I really like to find, speaking of that, because you're talking about, you know, the older Jagger stuff. I wonder, and I don't know this, did they have any of the Rolling Stones, did any of the Rolling Stones songs ever go on the back of cereal boxes? I don't know. I don't remember that. A Beatles one did. I remember that. I would love to find one of those. I wonder if our good friend Jim at Carousel's Collectibles might uh, have one or, you know, ever come across one or has or maybe he will. So I want one of those, Jim. That'd be kind of cool. Wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Like satisfaction mm-hmm. of a box of, uh, you know, Super Sugar Bear or something. <laughs> I think it'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, one one artist I put right up there seeing as the Rolling Stones that I really would like to see as much yeah, is Jimmy Buffett. Mm. I, because of the performance, not necessarily the music, because of the performance. I love Jimmy's music, don't get me wrong, but he is an entertainer and a performer, and I would just love to see him. And he doesn't play a lot of dates. Mm-hmm. You know, when, he, when he plays, you know, it's for a, a smaller window compared to maybe some other acts, you know, that, mm-hmm. that perform. But love to see Jimmy. And, yeah. Uh, just not had that opportunity. I wish we could have seen Fleetwood Mac. Um, I I would like to see them if, what? Didn't we? Didn't I see Fleetwood Mac with you? Oh, not I, the I real Fleetwood Mac. Mick Fleetwood was there, was he not? Yeah, I mean with Stevie Nicks oh, okay. and Christine McVie and and Lindsay um, Buckingham. Lindsay Buckingham. Okay. And they weren't exactly there. No, but Mick Fleetwood was. But I saw all of them when I was thirteen years old. What is this? Your thirteen-year-old tour? You know, it's my. Rolling Stones was when I was 16. Oh, okay. So it's Fleetwood Kim- Mac was when I was 13. It's my very, very first concert. Kimmy's teenage concert tour. And uh, my brother took me to that at Alpine Valley in uh, Wisconsin. 
and I was 13, and it was an outdoor concert. Okay. And we were sitting out on the hill, you know, and uh, what I remember was like this really strong smell of incense. I asked my brother, why, 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 why are people burning incense? <laughs> okay, me, let's keep this G-rated, okay? But no, it was an awesome concert. Very, right. very good concert. Did they play Tusk? Oh, too- yeah. Okay, that was in the right it time It was frame. just coming out. All right. It was their Rumors tour. Okay. And um, Tusk was like something I think was, was like the next thing, and they were playing some of that. I wonder if our percussionist friend, Terry, can do Tusk. I wonder if he likes that one. What do you think? Oh, yeah. We're going to have to ask the drummer. We're going to say, mm-hmm. hey, uh, Tusk, how about it? You mm-hmm. going to do that cover? How about it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think my first three concerts were Fleetwood Mac, Cheap Trick, and Rolling Stones. That's pretty. It's a pretty cool. First three concerts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks for that concert update. Sure. All right. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. I'm sure everybody's fascinated with that. I'm sure they are. If they want to find out more, they can uh, talk to you about that when you're out and about, and you're going to be out and about in all kinds of places, aren't mm-hmm. you? Sorry about that. I, I was told I had to talk more. Who told you that? Multiple people oh, at Megacon. Yeah, well, okay. Both of them were very nice to you, were they not? Yeah. Okay. And one of them, who I won't out, is a former entertainer. Yeah. And in a way, still is. Mm-hmm. And he was an international performer. Mm-hmm. And he could have been a condescending jerk to you. Could yeah. have been. Yeah. Was he? No. Was he sweet to you? Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. And I thought it was pretty cool of him, okay? Okay. He liked you. They both do. Okay. okay. Kimmy and self-consciousness. Yeah, okay. Kimmy, don't worry about it, okay? Okay. We all love you, Kimmy. You're our favorite dancer. <laughs> That's what you are. You're our favorite performer. You're our favorite dancer. Uh-huh. We all love you, Kimmy. Okay. We sure do. As you know... I'm quite keen on comic books, especially the ones about superheroes. And if you're really into comic books, there's uh, some things to check out, especially if you have a convention withdrawal because you're in the Orlando area and say, oh, make a card go on, I want more, more. Well, there are plenty of things to uh, check out. Now, coming around the corner on April 25th and 26th, that's a Saturday and Sunday, the Comic Book Connection will be having a big comic book show. Now, the Comic Book Connection is really something to check out. One of the uh, nicest uh, comic book individuals you'll find, Joe Peaks, uh, puts on this show. He's a promoter and uh, buys, by the way, comic book collections, trades, makes deals. You can find him right at his event. Uh, That will be happening at the Daytona Beach Holiday Inn. That's at I-95 and LPGA Boulevard. By the way, very unique when you go into his his shows. Uh, He gives away door prizes all the time, and you're going to be surprised with some of the giveaways. I mean, it, it... it's Joe's world. It's different. I've never seen anybody operate this way in my life. Have you? Mm-mm. Uh, get ready. Strap yourself in because it is a ride with him. He moves around the showroom sort of like the Flash or maybe the Tasmanian Devil. Maybe more like the Flash because the Flash is in control. Tasmanian Devil just knocks down stuff left and right and doesn't care. Kind of like you. That is exactly like me, especially the last day of Megacon. Sorry about that to some of those that I scared. Anyhow, uh, Joe's more in control, so he is definitely like the Flash. Okay. And Maverick, he should dress like the Flash. That'd be kind of funny. Get him dressed like the Golden Age Flash. You know what I mean? That, with that helmet thing. And, uh-huh. you know, that'd be kind of funny. I wonder if he'd do that. Well, he's too shy. I'm kidding. Yeah, he, might, he might actually do that. Anyhow, that event is happening Saturday, 
and Sunday, April 25th and 26th, the Riley and Kimmy Show will be uh, stopping by looking for some deals mm-hmm. because uh, I found some great deals before. And so, you know, make sure you note that right on the old calendar, day planner, whatever. Say, hey, got to head to uh, Daytona Beach one of those days. Now, before that event happens, an uh, artist that we really enjoy and we, we consider a very good friend to the Riley and Kimmy Show, and that is Sean Surface. One of the reasons uh, we're so, you know, speaking highly of Sean is not just because he's gifted and talented and all that, is because he designed the Riley and Kimmy Show's brand new logo. Mm-hmm. And because of him, we have the t-shirts. Yeah. Yes. Well, he will be making an appearance coming up on Saturday, April, let's see, 18th. Man, let me look, look at the calendar. Wow, that's this coming Saturday. Mm-hmm. And he'll be making an appearance at Coliseum of Comics located in Kissimmee, Florida. And it's called Tabletop Day. And he will be there starting at 11 o'clock. And he'll be on hand selling and signing comics, full color prints of his art, and doing custom character sketches of your favorite heroes and villains. His work is beautiful. And... It, who would you want him to sketch, Kimmy? Mm, boy, I know I'm catching. I, don't on, know. I'm, I know I'm catching. You know, getting get on spot. Is there somebody that just comes right to mind? And you say, "Boy, I like Sean to sketch." Now you know he has a wide range of. Uh, I, I guarantee anybody in DC Marvel Universe, you could mention to him and just say, "Hey," and he, he'd be able to do it. Okay. okay. Is there anybody that just pops out in your head? Not at the second. Really? You know, I got quite a few. Yeah. One of the things for sure is you know his Superman family is very unique. Uh, we have a print of his, a signed print from a number of years ago that oh, he yeah. did the entire Superman family. I mean, he incorporated them all. And Crypto is, well, doing what dogs do with fire hydrants to Superman. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's a cool, fun uh, piece. And mm-hmm. I, it's one of the treasures I have of his. Mm-hmm. And I hope to add maybe uh, some other pieces, too. Uh, yep. And by the way, ask him about Bubba the Werewolf. That's one of the comic books he has been involved in the past. I don't know if he has Bubba with him. Uh, but if he does have Bubba, it'll be kind of cool to check out. And I know he will be talking about it. he does not have the issues yet because I believe uh, Mandy is making her debut on Free Comic Book Day at another location. Uh, Mandy is his new pride and joy. And it's a comic book he's going to be, uh, I think, debuting, as I said, coming up on Free Comic Book Day. Might have some prints of Mandy. And you really want to check that out. And mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll sketch Mandy for you. Hmm. So that'd be kind of fun. And that, once again, is at Coliseum of Comics in Kissimmee, Florida, 11 o'clock in the morning. Will Kimmy be awake that early? Can I get her awake that early? Sean wanted you there right at the start, at the get-go. Originally, he said it was going to be 10 o'clock for him there. And I was almost saying, boy, that's really pushing the old uh, Kimmy meter there. But 11 o'clock, that's even better, right, for you? Mm-hmm. You can do it, can't you? I'm going to try. Yeah, she will be there. You will, right? Mm-hmm. You promise? Yep. All right. That, that's a good thing. Now, another uh, event comic book related that is going on is Free Comic Book Day, which we did mention. And Free Comic Book Day, one of the locations in Central Florida to head to is Smash Comics and Games in Sanford, Florida. Now, they have a lot of individuals will be there. And Kimmy will tell you who is going to be at Smash Comics and Games. George Perez, John Beatty, Alex Saviak. Nathan Zerdzi, Monica and Graven Ravenwolf, Sean Surface, Josh Josh Dykstra, Chris Butler, Belly Dancing by Phoenicia and her troupe, cosplayers, and free comics, and the Riley and Kimmy show. Oh, we're there too? Yeah. Wow, we were invited? 
Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes, we're there the entire day. Uh, we hope to see you out there. Bring your little cosplayers too, to be, uh, just to be part of this, to be part of this fun event. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is. It'll be a wide variety of entertainment going on. And you know, please kind of try to make it you know a, a day thing. You know, come for a little bit, get, get your free comic books. You know, meet some people. Then you know, maybe do lunch, do an early dinner. But come back, you will want to see Phoenicia perform and her troupe. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Now, Kimmy is I, I won't say the best of buds with the troupe, but she knows the troupe and is is kind of uh, well gotten a lesson or two from them, mm-hmm. haven't you? Yep, I was. Um... Lucky enough to have the opportunity to do a little dancing with them and get some lessons. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. So you can check out uh, Phoenicia and the entertainment. And it is, by the way, you, you know, you hear belly dancing, you might think, uh-oh, cover people's eyes. It's not that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's family-friendly be the best way to put it, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, bring everybody, the entire family, and your friends right to Smash Comics. Now, if you can't be over to the uh, Sanford area, uh, for that event, there's a fantastic, fun place to be over in the Daytona area, and that is in Ormond Beach, and that's Nerdtropolis Comics, located on U.S. Highway 1 near I-95. Really easy to get to, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Right off I-95. Yep. Simple. Uh, they have free comic books all day long while supplies last, cosplayers, fun events, all happening at Nerdtropolis. Now, keeping Nerdtropolis in mind because you're saying, I'm all tied up on free comic book day, I just can't do it. Well, I'll tell you what. There's something going on with Nerdtropolis the following Saturday that you want to be part of. That is Saturday, May 9th. It's Nerdtropolis teaming up with the Daytona Beach Tortugas for cosplay costume night at the ballpark. Mm-hmm. How about that, Kimmy? Woohoo. We are going to that. Uh-huh. Now, Kimmy and I are in a battle because she wants me to cosplay as something that uh, she wants the owner of Nerdtropolis to cosplay with me. It's a, I have to have a partner with it. And she thinks he is perfect. Mm-hmm. She actually thinks he and I were born for the roles of this character. Yes, I think it's just a natural thing. Okay, and I'm not committing Taylor to this, but Kimmy is going to pitch Taylor on this idea coming up in the next day or two, right? Mm-hmm. So if it happens, then he and I will be cosplaying together at the ballpark. If not, Kimmy and I are cosplaying as a superhero-related team. Mm-hmm. And so we got we got something for sure that's going to be happening. But Kimmy really wants this one to happen. So Taylor, if you're listening, come on, buddy. <laughs> Have an open mind when she pitches it at least. That's all we ask, I right? I think he'll dig it. Uh, he might. You, you, you could be right. You know, I can actually see him playing the character he's playing. I just don't see it in me. I just don't think I can pull it off. I think I'm the weakest link there. Hmm. I, I do. I think he's perfect. Mm-hmm. I, I just think he just has to show up and they're going to go, <gasps> yeah, okay. Yep. And uh, the event, by the way, the costume contest, uh, gates open at 5.30 at the ballpark. Costume contest around 7 to 7.30, I believe. Um, and this costume contest has prizes and there are team picture giveaways going on to the first 1,000 fans. Okay. And you can find a link to Nerdtropolis right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Now, we're moving into the month of June. Please mark this one down. June 7th, a Sunday, the Riley and Kimmy Show has been invited as guests, and we will be at one of our favorite places, reason being because we just dig the promoters. Mm-hmm. They are friendly as all to us. They are friends of the Riley and Kimmy Show, and you know what? They are nerds, and they are collectors themselves of toys and pop culture stuff. It's the Daytona Beach Comic Convention. It will be held Sunday, June 7th. And by the way, if you've been to a Daytona Beach Comic Convention show, they have them every six months, approximately every six months. 
they have moved from where the last one was. It is now in a larger venue. The con is at the Embry-Riddle ICI Center, which is located on Clyde Morris Boulevard in Daytona Beach, Florida. It's big. Mm-hmm. The best way to put it. Now, the show will start at 10 o'clock in the morning, runs until 5. Admission is just $5 for children, by the way. It's free if they're 12 and under. Hmm. So, you know, they get in free. And random door prizes will be given away all day long. Over 70 vendor tables selling comics, toys, magazines, paperbacks, records, collectibles, and more. Oh, my. Now, the last one we went to, uh, we found stuff, and we loaded up the Batmobile with it. Did we not? Mm -hmm. And a very good friends of ours will be there, some vendors we know. I won't out them here yet without getting permission. What I'm going to try to do is... uh, I'm trying to get them on part of the uh, Riley and Kimmy show before this event so we can find out maybe some of the things that they'll be bringing. And by the way, guests at this event, DC and Marvel artist Tom Lyle, artist Jim Fern, artist Austin Janoski will be there as well. Did I blow his last name, by the way? Do you think I did? Oh, well. Hey, Austin. <laughs> I think I probably did. Sorry, buddy. Anyway, it's not a joke between the two of us, okay? <laughs> so... <laughs> He thinks I'm the biggest idiot on planet Earth, all right? <laughs> I know he does. He thinks I'm an idiot. That's okay. He, he, he's nice to the idiot. So, you know what? You got you to gotta go up and see him and check him out and check out his stuff because anybody can be nice to an idiot like me. He's okay, all right? I mean, anybody else would have told me to go do something to myself. But nope, he was understanding. Matter of fact, cared about me. I appreciate that. Also, artist Jess Hansen will be there. Roland Mann, writer and editor, inker Jeff Whiting, and king of blue, king, I was going to say of the blue movies, king of the B movies, those blue movies, no, king of the B movies, Joel D. Weinkoop will be there. Also, Tom Reinhardt, author of St. Monolith and Hegemonian book series as well. Yes, Kimmy's going, wow, I'd like to, oh, I want to know more about that. And the author of Steam Man of the West and artist Chris King, John Crother, creator and writer of Rochelle, the teen cockroach. My. Wow. And the Riley and Kimmy show. So, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, you know, I, I kind of like that. We're, where they, they put us on the list, we're right beneath Rochelle, the teen cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's, it's, and then the Riley and Kimmy show. Uh-huh. Okay. I, I, I know how I rate. Wow. I'm right underneath the teen cockroach. Rochelle, the teen uh-huh. cockroach. That's okay. me. And there's other things that will be going on that will be updated uh, in the very near future. We hope to talk to Tom and Jake about the event. Uh, I think they're kind of shy. Mm-hmm. I do. I just think they're a little bit shy. But I hope to have uh, one or both of them on in the very near future. So that's just some of the events, some of the things that we'll be uh, at uh, in the very near future. Uh, you know, so be sure to check out the Riley and Kimmy Show's uh, website, RileyandKimmy.com. You can find out some more information about these events that are going on. And tell your friends about it, too. You know, um, we got stuff that's going on I haven't even really talked about or touched even further down in the year. Uh, so, you know, we uh, we never know where we're going to pop up at. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to find out those things and stay in tune with us, be sure to friend us on social media. That's the best way to do it. And you can do that just by going to our website. And uh, Kimmy, what is our web address? RileyandKimmy.com It's the end. The end of the path I started us on. Nothing lasts forever. Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy show at RileyandKimmy.com 
HelloFresh.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.